Hello and welcome to Wisdom Trek. This is Guthrie Chamberlain and I'm your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our seven day a week, seven minutes of wisdom podcast. This is day 203 of our trek. And this week we started out on a series of stories that we will study between now and Christmas as we hike the Christmas trail to learn about some of the key players in the Christmas story. It is my hope that we will learn from these stories and bring hope to the world, not only during Christmas, but for each day of the year. Each story will cover two days, and for today, we will explore the first part of the story called Christmas Hope, the story of Mary. These stories are adapted from lessons taught originally by Raymond von Pleiston. If you miss any of the dates of the Wisdom Trek episodes, please go to wisdom-trek.com to listen to them and to read our daily journal. We are recording our podcast from our studios at Home 2 in Charlotte, North Carolina. Saturday, we were able to visit the Biltmore Mansion in Asheville, North Carolina. It was all decorated for Christmas and just so beautiful. It has become a tradition for Paul and I and is a nice Christmas day trip from home. It is important to have some of these traditions that you practice each year. Growing up in a family with 10 kids, we certainly had many of those traditions, some of which we continued to practice with our kids. I will share a few of those with you throughout this next week. With Christmas quickly approaching, we will spend our time together reflecting on the true story surrounding the original Christmas. Today we will explore the first part of our story, Christmas Hope, The Story of Mary, Part 1. I want to start off this podcast by doing an exercise. Not a physical exercise, but a mental one. If you're an adult, I want you to remember being 15 years old. What were you doing at 15? 15 is such an awkward age, isn't it? You are no longer a child, yet you are not quite an adult. Hormones are doing all sorts of weird things in your body. Peer pressure is especially important at that age. Testing the waters of life is important at that age. Wanting to be independent is important at that age. Scholars tell us that this was about the age of Mary when an angel came and visited her and told her that she would become pregnant. In all likelihood, she was somewhere between the ages of 13 and 16. Our views of maintaining purity until marriage may be somewhat lax in today's world, but it is not a new issue. But put yourself in Mary's position as a young teenager who loves God and remaining pure until marriage is one of her top priorities and she was already pledged to Joseph for marriage. If you were that age and received news like this, how would you respond? The story of Mary is found in the book of Luke, chapter 1, verses 26 through 56. Now this is a rather long passage, but it's crucial to learn the entire story of Mary. First section is the birth of Jesus foretold. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, to a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think of what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, But how could this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say that she was barren. But she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month, for the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything that you've said about me come true. And then the angel left her. The second section is called Mary Visits Elizabeth. 
A few days later, Mary hurried off to the hill country of Judea, to a town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sounds of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of the Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. This third section is called the Magnificat, Mary's Song of Praise. Mary responded, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord. Oh, how my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he took notice of this lowly servant girl. And from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One is holy, and he has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and the haughty ones. He has brought down princesses from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. For he has made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months and then went back to her own home. Can you imagine all that must have been going through Mary's mind? She went to her cousin Elizabeth, who was the wife of a priest. After she had met with her, Mary was able to sing a song of praise for being chosen to be the physical mother of the Savior of the world. For our story today and tomorrow, I would like to look at three characteristics of Mary, and we will look at the first one today, which is Mary's Hosanna, or could be titled Mary's Song of Praise and Adoration. Mary's response is a song of praise to God. It was a verbal offering from her heart through her words to a holy God. Let's consider this song and notice where the focus lies, not on Mary, but on God. The focus of the virgin birth was not on Mary, but on the power of God. If we were to take out a magnifying glass and examine this song, we would see nothing less than a song of praise to God. We would see adoration, we would see exaltation, and pure praise to the Father. This is truly a song of worship. This is truly a song of praise. Praise is a verbal offering to God from your heart. I have heard it said that if the only thing that God has done in our lives is to save us, we should praise Him from the rising of the sun through the darkness of the night. But He has done so much more for us than that. He has given you the sense of taste so you can enjoy your favorite food. Praise God. He has given you the sense of smell so that you can enjoy flowers or baking of bread in the oven. Praise God. He has given you a sense of humor so that you can enjoy laughter. Praise God again. What a beautiful story this is, one of fear that was turned to praise and then to hope that the long-awaited Savior of the world was about to arrive. Mary, the ordinary humble servant, was chosen to be a vessel in which God would use to fulfill His plan of redemption. When we become fearful, let us remember that God is in control and will use us to fulfill His plan in our world. We can live a legacy each day that will impact our world. What an awesome thought. Let's be willing and open for whatever God has in His plan for us and to be humble to allow Him to work through us. Tomorrow we will explore Mary's humbleness and hope. You won't want to miss it, so encourage your family and friends to join us and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. That will finish our podcast for today. Remember to listen to your daily dose of wisdom each day at wisdom-trek.com or subscribe to iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spreaker, or any of the other social media platforms. And please share Wisdom Trek with your family and friends through email, Facebook, Twitter, or in person as you meet with them and invite them to come along with us each day. Today's journal can be found at wisdom-trek.com. 
Thank you for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I consider you my friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal each day. As we take this trek together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and leave a living legacy each day. This is Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.